Hello friends, thanks so much for joining me. My name is Andre, and you're listening to the Esoteric Inquirer. In this podcast, I read things that will hopefully help us think a little more deeply about our connection to the world around us, to each other, and to ourselves. So for today, I figured we'd take a little break from reading Nature by our friend Ralph Waldo Emerson, and we'd just read some poetry. Hope you all like the sound of that. I know I do. And you all already know (laughs) I'm going to be reading my boy, Mr. William Wordsworth. And I do have other poetry. I do like other poets. But Mr. Wordsworth is one of my favorites. He was the man. I just like sharing his work with y'all. So, having said that, without further ado, I'm going to read Composed Upon an Evening of Extraordinary Splendor and Beauty. I'll say that five times fast. Had this effulgence disappeared with flying haste, I might have spent among the speechless clouds a look of blank astonishment. But tis endued with power to stay and sanctify one closing day that frail mortality may see what is, ah oh no, but what can be. Time was when field and watery cove with modulated echoes rang while choirs of fervent angels sang their vespers in the grove. Or crowning, star-like, each some sovereign height, warbled for heaven above and earth below, strains suitable to both. Such holy rite, methinks, if audibly repeated now, from hill or valley, could not move sublimer transport, purer love, than doth this silent spectacle, the gleam, the shadow, and peace supreme. No sound is uttered, but a deep and solemn harmony pervades the the hollow vale from steep to steep, and penetrates the glades, Far distant images draw nigh, called forth by wondrous potency of beamy radiance that imbues whate'er it strikes with gem-like hues. In vision exquisitely clear, herds range along the mountainside, and glistening antlers are descried, and gilded flocks appear. Thine is the tranquil hour, Purpurial Eve. But long as godlike wish or hope divine informs my spirit, ne'er can I believe that this magnificence is wholly thine. From worlds not quickened by the sun, a portion of the gift is won. An intermingling of heaven's pomp is spread on ground which British shepherds tread. And if there be whom broken ties afflict or injuries assail, yon hazy ridges to their eyes present a glorious scale. 
climbing suffused with sunny air, to stop, no record hath told where, and tempting fancy to ascend, and with immortal spirits blend. Wings at my shoulders seem to play, but rooted here, I stand and gaze on those bright steps that heavenward raise the practicable way. Come forth, ye drooping old men, look abroad, and see to what fair countries ye are bound. And if some traveler weary of his road hath slept since noontide on the grassy ground, ye genie, to his covert speed, and wake him with such gentle heed as may attune his soul to meet the dower bestowed on this transcendent hour. Such hues from their celestial urn were wont to stream before mine eyes, where'er it wandered in the morn of blissful infancy. This glimpse of glory, why renewed? Nay, rather speak with gratitude. For if a vestige of those gleams survived, t'was only in my dreams. Dread power, whom peace and calmness serve, no less than nature's threatening voice, if aught unworthy be my choice. From thee, if I would swerve, oh, let thy grace remind me of the light. Full early lost and fruitlessly deplored, which at this moment on my waking sight appears to shine my miracle restored. My soul, though yet confined to earth, rejoices in a second birth. Tis past the visionary splendor fades, and night approaches with her shades. I was composed upon an evening of extraordinary splendor and beauty. Very good one. Let's see. All right, here's the second one I was going to read. So the second one, the second one I was going to read, uh, that is... Yes, here it is. With how sad steps, O moon, thou climbst the sky. With how sad steps, O moon, thou climbst the sky. How silently, and with how wan a face. Where art thou, thou so often seen on high? running among the clouds, a wood nymph's race. Unhappy nuns, whose common breaths a sigh, which they, would st which they would stifle, move at such a pace. The northern wind, to call thee to the chase, must blow tonight his bugle horn. Had I the power of Merlin, goddess, this would be and all the stars, fast as the clouds were riven, 
should sally forth to keep thee company, hurrying and sparkling through the clear blue heaven. But Cynthia, should to thee the palm be given, queen both for beauty and for majesty. That was with How Sad Steps, O Moon Thou Climbs the Sky. And we're going to end it there, y'all. Short and sweet today. Um, sorry for my dog in the background. Usually he's not so sniffy because, you know, he lives here, so he knows what the smells are. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, thanks for, for hanging out with me, guys. I really appreciate you. And hope you have a great week. Until next time.